I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga a Movement by Laura podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga. From my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement, my mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings everywhere. Thank you for joining me today. This podcast is dedicated to small shifts that lead to big changes. I think this time of year, many people can get really overwhelmed. And I taught a class this week that literally was called Small Shifts Matter. And that is on the mat, making small shifts in your practice and your awareness and in your body really can lead to much bigger transitions for you on the mat and off the mat. And this day in particular, this week has been a huge shift for me personally. So I want to speak to that a little bit because I'm really filled with a lot of excitement over it. And I think that my journey may in fact help someone else out there who has been in some situation um, job-wise or otherwise, career-wise or even personal-wise, where you might have felt you might be feeling stuck. And I'm hoping that my personal story about small shifts that have led to really larger changes for me will help you in some way. So this is really about my career. and But I feel like your career in many ways can mirror your own personal journey within your spirit, especially if you are in alignment with your inner self, meaning what you're doing as your career, your calling, your vocation, because that is what a calling is, your vocation. If it is in line with um, who you are and what you believe in, then I do think when you work on one, you inevitably work on the other. So for me, this really has been true. The small shifts that I've made in my vocation, my calling, my my teaching as a yoga teacher, my teaching as a physical therapist and a movement um, specialist has really impacted the way that I make smaller shifts in my daily life at home with my family and um, in my personal relationships. So this week, 
I launched Movement by Laura, which um, I've been talking about on this podcast. It's called Movement by Laura, but the actual platform for it officially launched this week. It is a big move for me because even putting my name in the new brand at first felt strange. And it wasn't because I didn't want my name there or I didn't think it should be there. It was more just, it didn't occur to me that it should be there, you know? And some of that is perhaps my own um, thinking smaller that I should be separately associated from whatever brand that I develop. But in a way, it, it is true because what I've done is develop myself. And in developing myself, I have developed a method and a studio and teachers and and friends and cl- clients all who are coming and studying and practicing this method and in their own way doing the work um, that I have started in whatever facet in their life whether it's um, I've taught them about posture and they're helping people in their life with posture not even if they're teachers but just clients who go and help their family or if they've decided to become vegan or eat a plant-based diet some of the time and and in infusing that in their life and with their friends and family. And so these little changes that I've made in my life and that I then kind of lead by example and teach, I know that I had a ripple effect and that's amazing. And that in fact has given me more energy, not less. You know, sometimes you think, you put energy out and and you get depleted, but I get so much back. So it's really a, a give and take for, for me with the people that I'm surrounded with. So let me just give you a little bit of background because some people have asked me, how have I gotten into this world that I've created um, where I'm a physical therapist, but I also teach yoga and I've merged these to the point where I really don't identify with just one or the other. I really look at myself as being an educator of movement and a practitioner of movement and a student of movement because I hope that I never stop learning because when I learn, I'm only enhancing my own movement and and then the education of others around me. So I started, I've talked about this on other podcasts, but I started off small-ish. You know, I started as a physical therapist and always was enjoyed teaching others, whether I taught aerobics or step aerobics or hip hop. I did some personal training when I was in PT school to help with, you know, make some money. And then when I graduated and came up to New Jersey, I started, I continued teaching and I continued teaching aerobics. And then that's where I really started practicing and then teaching yoga. And so I, there was always this path of both that would cross over and, and all the things that I did in my PT world, I started incorporating my yoga world. And that's when I kind of created this method that is now being um, almost rebranded as movement by Lara, even though it's much more than just the yoga practice. But uh, it's something that I did develop and I really feel like I am kind of crafting it every single day and changing it and evolving it. And one of the things that I have that I think is unique, um, my ability to create classes and sequences in a logical and anatomy informed and joyfully informed way. 
And so that is when I knew that this is this material that I I have and I, I've created over the years and I have notebooks full of it, I wanted to share on a bigger scale. And I always had intended to do that. And I have in some ways in, in um, other online platforms and YouTubes and on Instagram even, but I wanted to do it in a way that was really satisfying for people who wanted to fully immerse in this kind of methodology. So we've launched this platform that is going to house many things under it. One will be an online training, which will be for yoga teachers in particular, but anybody who wants to become a yoga teacher but can't necessarily come and study in, in live and in person, and we're going to have an online training. And it's really to fill that gap for those yoga teachers out there who have gotten a pretty good training or maybe not even a not so great training or a very fulfilling training, except that they don't have any anatomical knowledge. So this is really to fill the gap for that because that's a huge, huge, huge population. And I think that by giving yoga teachers more knowledge, it's empowering them to feel like I feel that these small shifts create huge strides in their personal and professional lives and the way that they feel about themselves as they're teaching. That it doesn't feel good to teach from a place where you don't feel like you're growing and you don't have some real fundamental knowledge to um, impart to your to your students. So that's what that will be held on the platform. Um, the other thing that'll be on the platform is just information on on how to reach me or or uh, do sessions with me. And then another big part of it is an online. Cl- for online classes. And we're calling those Lit Daily, Lara's Yoga Training Daily. So these classes will be available daily, which is pretty crazy and pretty, it's a pretty bold move. And yet I didn't feel at all like it was a big deal because I had done a lot of the prep work for many, many, many years, all the small shifts that had led to that. And then I was fortunate enough to meet um, an amazingly talented and energetic energetic woman who has helped me put this in place by doing all the things that I'm not good at and by being amazingly organized. And she's basically my my manager, organizer, um, operations doer. And that I feel like is there's no small coincidence that we met because I had all the stuff in place of the years and small shifts of of creating and had created a studio and a bigger audience and that had been traveling a lot and doing trainings and workshops and retreats. But there was always a desire to reach more people that I knew that would be very hard to reach uh, because of the distance. And I knew that this type of yoga and this type of critical thinking resonates with so many people. I didn't want to limit it to my area and maybe a few surrounding areas or anywhere I might be, but people can't get there. So, and my friend, Kristen Fletcher, who is this amazing woman that I'm speaking of said, you can do this, let's go. And basically, you know, came up with the whole plot line for me. (laughs) And it has been such a, an amazing symbiotic relationship because we have brought our two crafts together and and just pulled this ship into a um 
to like really great waters. <laughs> and this movement by Laura Platform is my is my big transition, my big change, and my big shift that has been able to happen from many years of doing smaller shifts that at the time that's all I could do. You know, so what I'm trying to say is wherever you are, you can make small changes that might eventually become a very large change. You don't have to go for gusto right away. So if I had tried to do this kind of platform, this kind of just the the in-depthness of what this has been for me, if I had tried to do this even five years ago, I don't think I would have been as successful because it would just have been literally biting off too much. You know, I have other things in my life that also take my time and energy and that I want to devote my time and energy to. And so it was, I knew in my mind, I had actually written out with another good friend of mine, a whole program that I wanted to do online. And we wrote it out five years ago, five plus years ago. And it was having online trainings for yoga teachers because I saw such a dearth of knowledgeable um, yoga teacher training programs out there. And I wanted to do online classes that were focusing on anatomy, focusing on functional movement and focusing on joyful and energizing movement and not taking yoga so seriously. So we had plotted this out and, you know, it was great literally with pen and pencil or pen and paper plotted it out and it just sat there in my planner and I would look at it and I would look at it and I knew because I knew someday it would come to fruition. But if I'd pushed for it to come to fruition back then, over five years ago, I just wasn't ready. My kids were at a time, you know, at a stage in their life that they needed me in a different way than they need me now. And uh, my studio was still very on its, um, you know, it's not in its nascent time, but it was pretty early on in my, in its period. And there was just other things that were pulling and I didn't have a person who could, co-captain the ship in the same way that I have right now. So what I want to tell you about not being overwhelmed is it's a feeling. It's a feeling that we can have. And when we break down what we need to do into smaller chunks and not put so much pressure on ourselves to make something happen right now, and this really shows up on the yoga map, But if we can just find the patience, the perseverance, and the vision, then those small shifts will lead to some changes. And it was interesting. I was talking to another friend of mine, and she opened up her book, and she said, my goodness, I'm just reading about this. And the book, the the chapter that she was on or or the passage that she was on said, let go of feeling overwhelmed. So it reads, so often the simple task of life can seem overwhelming. But feeling overwhelmed is only a reaction to them. Many things need to be done. Laundry, housekeeping, car maintenance, bills, taxes, appointments, work, the everyday responsibilities of our lives. The task of quietly beginning, doing the first step of the first task can help us find our way through. Once we begin, we see that things aren't overwhelming. The simple act of setting to the task simplifies it. Our sense of peace reappears in the magic 
of the present moment. So this is from a book that I haven't yet ordered, but you probably have heard of it, Journey to the Heart by Melody Beattie. And that was one of the meditations that she had been reading. And when she showed it to me, I was like, this is it, right? It's that we are responding to all these things that we want to do or things that we need to do and feeling overwhelmed. And instead, it's like, just take the sip of water. You don't have to chug down the whole glass. Just little by little, start to nourish the things that need to get done and that you want to get done. And the other thing I'll say about taking making small shifts is not only be patient with yourself, but also identify your strengths. We are not our best when we try and work on our weaknesses. We're better off capitalizing on our strengths. And that is what I feel like I have been successful at doing. There are things I know I'm not very good at, and I hire people for those things. You don't have to hire somebody. You can ask somebody to do something. If you're at work and you figure it out, someone else does something better, you can ask them. Like, if you do this and I'll do this, then you you do the thing that you're better at. But capitalize on your strengths. And so for me, I know my strengths are teaching and educating. And my knowledge is a huge strength for sure, because I have... Um, studied for many, many years. And and like my brother John said, when you study what you're interested in, you remember it more and you can really bring it into your teaching. So it's not like you're just reciting something, but you understand it. There's a comprehension that is um, tangible. And so the other thing I know I'm really um, good at is the the artistry of movement, uh, how it how to sequence things and how things should um, how things should be sequenced. You know, in terms of the order, and then the kind of fluidity of it, the almost the dance like grace. That's just my art form. The things that I'm not good at that I would absolutely fail miserably is if I had to organize a technical platform like this one has been organized. And that probably was my biggest boundary for those last five years, besides the things, other things in my life that I wanted to give energy to is that I knew the amount of energy it would take for me to figure that stuff out would just suck my energy. And that would make me feel overwhelmed because I wouldn't be putting to practice the things that are easier for me to do. And that would actually bring me more energy. So Kristen and I have worked so incredibly well together because we always look at each other and like, holy moly, this doesn't even feel like work because she's doing what she does really well and I'm doing what I do really well and we're both passionate about it. So this is like a love note to Kristen. Thank you so much. She has um, really taken this and like I said, just taken the ship and put it into waters in a way that I I would not have been able to without her. But I have the content and I can... I can really own that part of it for sure. The small shifts of um, just creating and creating and storing and and dreaming and then really envisioning what I wanted and being clear. My mission was I want to bring quality yoga to a larger audience and specifically to people who've been practicing for a while, whether or not they're teachers, but especially if they're teachers, so that 
they can become better teachers and can become, can become educated as well because those teachers will be more marketable. That's just the bottom line. There are tons of yoga teachers and people ask me, write me all the time. Well, how do you get started? How do I find a place to teach? How do I make enough money? And I don't have the answers to all those things, but I would say that the smallest shift of those that I would say is that really get good at your craft, really become knowledgeable so, because then you will um, stand out. And it doesn't have to be for vinyasa. Maybe you're a restorative yoga teacher or a meditation teacher, but become really, really good at it, really know it well. And then your passion will come through and your knowledge will just uh, give that palette such vividness. So if you're at your stage right now, not only just this month of holidays, but also in your stage of your career or anything, and you feel the doldrums, or you feel the overwhelmingness of it all, step back and think about what you are really great at and what brings you joy. And I bet they're probably compatible. And then when you look at the task of things to do, just tackle one thing at a time and notice your response to when you see that list of things. When you start to feel overwhelmed, can you take a deep breath? Can you create a plan? And it can't always be, yeah, I'll do these things tomorrow. Because I've done that too, BS. It's like, I know I've done, I've done those things. And it's like, you know what's really great is when you get a list and you get a list that's doable and you're just going to say, I need to do this and I need to do this. And when I do this, I'm going to feel better and I'm going to be freed up to do the things that are going to bring me even more joy. Inevitably, there's going to be things on your to-do list that are not as exciting. And that's just part of life. There's going to be some, like we wouldn't know how exciting things are if we didn't have things that were really not too exciting. So you got to have the whole, the whole ballot, the whole, like the grays and the blacks to get you all the pink and purple and yellow and bright orange and red, my favorite color. And so I hope this helps. And I hope that my excitement for my platform can bring some excitement to whatever you're working on. Because when we kind of cheer for each other in a big way, we are all better off. So I am cheering for you. I'm cheering for you to make the small shifts and be okay with making small shifts and having the patience and perseverance and vision and tenacity to know that these small shifts will end up becoming bigger, bigger transitions. I know it. I've seen it in my own growth. There's been a lot of years of small shifts and only in the last few years have I seen larger, bigger growths that have been wonderful and they were happening at the right time. I wouldn't have appreciated them fully if they'd happened at a different time. So don't rush anything, but also stay on track. Get people to help you so that you won't feel overwhelmed by any tasks that just are not your thing. And again, know that I'm cheering for you and check out Movement by Laura. It's on movementbylaura.com and there's lots of wonderful stuff on there. And I hope that um, you'll leave me a message and let me know what you think about it. As always, I appreciate listening to this podcast. If you haven't all wear it ready, please share it with friends, 
and subscribe, rate, and review. And then send us a screenshot of your review to Movement by Laura or podcast at Movement by Laura. And we'll send you a link to a free class. And then if you like that class, you can sign up for my daily classes, which are going to be rocking. And I'm already filmed quite a few of them. I've been busy doing that and it's been so much fun. So have a wonderful day, move, groove, smile at some people and certainly give somebody a hug and hug yourself. Be patient and make those small shifts to create big changes. I'm pulling for you and sending you love. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.